0: all right so before uh before this place turned into bar park in the summer so we uh <laughs> we, we 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 began like sort of i guess it was like more of a hakdama to nesiv to nasivamuna. right so we finished the hakdama so now we're up to uh the first nasiv, the first path which is the nasiv of Imuna. so i think last time i gave a little bit just of a backdrop of what Amuna means uh, by this remark, though, I should give a little bit of a context, so again, ju- just to, I guess, chaser a little bit, and then to go right there. So we saw, what we said was, is that, you know, there's two different, it's a big in and Yiddishkeit, and Atar. there's two different uh, ways to look at reality, two different perceptions, two different Madragas. There's what's called Yichudilah, Har Unity, Shema Yisrael Hashem Shemachad, Einoi Movadai, everything everything m- must be must be coming from the rabbi everything must be s- still sustained by him if the rabbi stopped investing focus and energy and himself right, in anything that exists the thing wouldn't exist anymore so that already means that even while it does exist it's still considered to be kivyachal batal to the rabbi Shlom. it's mamisha. Kilu, it doesn't exist. It, do, it you know it exists, but it's kilu, it doesn't, right? Because if the if the table that we that each one of us is sitting in front of, if the Rebbeinu Shalom stopped investing himself kiviyachol to bring a table into existence, the table wouldn't exist anymore. So that means even while it does exist, it's kilu, uh, it's kai in fs. That's the language of the Baal It's kai in it's, uh, it's as if it doesn't exist. It doesn't have its own mitzvahs. So everything is is ultimately. The Rabbani world. That's ila. What's Yichud HaTah? Yichud is, no, there's a table. The Rabbani Shalom created a table, but now there's a table, and I could use a table for good things or for bad things. You know, and 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 swap out table for anything else that exists. And we have to do the right thing. We have to use use ourselves and use the, the world the Rabbanu created for us. For the right thing, that's called Yichud Neither of those two extremes require a munah to believe in, to... Really, to buy into Yehudi you don't need Amuna. That's basic philosophical truth can bring you there. And Yichud Ta doesn't need Amuna. That's visceral truth, the the reality that we experience. You know that there's a table that I can destroy, that I can manipulate, that I can do what I want. That's also doesn't require Amuna. That's that's how we live. Amuna is to believe in both. Amuna is to believe that 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 somehow both truths are true. The table is ka'in Fs at the same time that it is something. That's what amuna requires, and we spoke also that that's not necessarily something that necessarily we have to intellectually try to begin to wrap our brains around. The Icar Inion of amuna in the sarkdashim is from like the word oimain, the oimain asadasa, which means how to live, how to be raised, lamaisa. What does munna look like in practice? That's the main Indian. What does it look like in practice? When a person, what, what is the application of this in practice? What does, it look like a, what does it look like to be a person that lives in a world that's screaming yichudah tata, that's screaming lower unity, that there's a world that is independent, functions on its own, that has rules of nature, rules of statistics, there's free will, all that stuff. And at the same time to believe that all of that is also not true. And at the same time, it's all the rabbanis Again, instead of thinking about how to understand it intellectually, what does it look like for a person to live like that? What are what are its effects practically? That's where emuna is really going to lie. So what we're going to see in the Kamarna that one of the major, um, you know, a major element in the Imuna Sugius of of the Kamarna is how to deal with with how to deal with um, with Difficulties with pain, how to deal with um, uh, when things don't go your way, you know, disappointments. Because, uh, how to deal with things when the world of Yehud Tata is not going your way. And that's when you need to draw, not only, but that's when it's, you know, it's a nice idea to draw on Yehud to sort of help a person navigate through the disappointments of life. And that's where a person will be able at least to see what a muna looks like. And when, when, and and again, there's a big principle in Pinus which is that no Jew has to be given a munah. Person Yid has a munah. Our very nature, the very nature of the neshama, is that it lives with these two realities at the same time. That's just the nature of who we are. That's what human being is right. You're a soul and a body at the same time, right? A complete fusion between the two. I mean, there's a part of your that so the neshama has no problem with with dealing with these two like ways of. Thinking about reality—that's not really the Nishama's issue. The, the main job of the neshama is how, to, how does it communicate? How does it communicate this duality to you know to us, to our normal way of living? And what does it look like to live in such a way? What types of strengths could a person have and draw upon when that truth of law and yichuditata simultaneously is being communicated properly by the Nishama? And we spoke about this. and In a certain sense, that's what Torah Mitzvah is really about. You know, it's really uh, all of the Yiddishkeit begins with, with the first mitzvah of which is the mitzvah of and the mitzvah of Muna. Uh, the Rabbim counts it is a mitzvah of and even though the Mefarshim point out that it's not said in, in a command form, right? It doesn't say, Taminu. You know, to, to believe in Hashem doesn't says Ani Ches because the truth is, the level of muna, that real muna, it's not something that can be proven to you, not something that can be told to you or commanded to you. If, if a muna is just yichud ilah, that can be proven and commanded. If it's just yichud that can be proven and commanded too. But because it's a combination of both, and it's something that the seichel cannot really wrap its head around, it's an experience of the neshama, how the neshama just somehow sees this, that both einay mulvadeh and you know, Hashem and at the same time. That's not something that the human being can be told about, but it can be somehow communicated by the neshama to to soften the the disappointments of life, you know, and to help the person navigate through life because of that light of neshama. Just like just like the word again, the word amuna comes to the word Ayman, which means to raise. The Oyman of Mordechai raises Esther. Right? What does it mean to raise Esther? Like, liter- like when you raise a child, right, it's not like you're literally raising them, right? Like, they're, they're growing on their own, right? What, what are you doing? You're creating an environment that's conducive for that growth, that's healthy for that growth, and you don't get in the way of that growth, or you guide it in a certain way. But there's no such thing as truly, you know, it's not like you're actually, it's not like, a, you know, you're just letting, it, it does its thing, right? And so the same thing is with a muna. There's nothing. You're not giving a munah. You know, no, no Jew can give another person a munah. It's, it's, it's just a matter, matter of, of allowing the natural process of a to be cultivated and to be developed. And so that's, that's where a muna comes from. So we'll see, again, that's, that's the main idea over here, that we're going to see the, the effects of a muna. And so he begins with, interestingly enough, a pasik in, um, in, uh, in Told us The Pasik says, The Yizra Yitzchak Beretz that Yitzhak Avinu—it's talking about after uh, you know—it's one of the the, the short parshas, which is about Yitzhak. The Yitzhak is in the place of Pushtim, the, the land of Avimelech, yeah. and Yitzhak Avinu plants Be'eretzehi uh, in that land. Uh, uh, he plants. Uh, what's the full pasuk over here? Um, Yitzchak plants. In that, in that, pas- in the, in the, he, he plants, uh, he grows he grows uh, wheat and so on. Vim and he finds that the growth of that year was a hundred times, a hundredfold than what was normal. Hashem, blessed him. So that's the pasak, that Yitzchak that Avinu was a farmer, he plants, and he produces a hundred times more than what was normal, and that he received Hashem's blessing. Okay. So the Kamarna identifies this pasak is... The pasik that we can sort of use as a backdrop to develop amuna, and it's ironic. So he, we'll, we'll, this will begin the line. Beretz, he Yitzchak sows. He plants in that in that land. So he says this is related to amuna. Amunas is say the zroyim. Chazal say based on the Pusik in Sefer Yeshaya, that amuna is connected to zroyim to planting, right? The Chazal say that the farmer is mam in lamim. He believes in the life of all worlds. The worlds any plants. Even the words Mamin Bcha to describe Hashem as Chai Alamim is also somewhat of a of a of a description of Buddha and right? Because Khailamim means the ultimate life force and the existence of all worlds. Well one second, if everything really is Hashem's existence, there are no worlds. So you want to talk about Hashem being the Mashkiach or the Manhig or the Bayre of your lamin? Fine. You want to talk about Hashem is Chai Okay, that means it's all this, all there is is Him, but He's Chai right? Doesn't just mean the one that lives forever. He's Chai He's the life force of all the universes, which means that if the Rebbeinu Shalom removes Himself, then it's not the universe dies. There is no universe, which means that even when the universe was around or is around, it's not much of its own of its own thing. So Mam and B'Chai thats where Amunah comes from, and so this is related to. Planting, which we'll see soon, which again like I said when a person plants are you actually making the thing grow? No You're not doing anything you, you could you water it you do all the things that you have to do But you're not really making it grow that's not within your hands to do you're creating an environment in which growth is a natural thing That happens on its own amuna is also not something that you can do It's not something you can get the amuna is it's a matter of allowing it to be heard by by yourself from your neshama Allowing it to influence yourself, allowing allowing it to give you the strength to navigate through life. But what amuna is, and how to acquire it, is not something that we can even understand, and it's not something that's really uh, able to be acquired per se. And it's interesting that's related to Yitzchak. Yitzchak is also the, this. Yitzchak is a paradox. Yitzchak is also the secret of of amuna, because you know Yitzchak is always midas haddin, right? Midas haddin? So midas Adin means constriction, it means small, it means tiny, it means like this and not like that, that's, you know, connected to, compared to God, that's very different than God, God is, God is infinite, God's everything, right? So Yitzchak as midas Adin would correspond very much to Yichut HaToa, lower unity, it means there's a world, there is a right and a wrong. There's a way to navigate through life, there's a wrong way to navigate through life, and then means you do the wrong thing, you have to pay for it. It means there's Bechir, there's free will, there's a Malchus, you have to... But the same thing, the word Yitzchak is also, not just B'zaden, also is laughter, right? Yitzchak is also, his entire, re, his entire existence came L'ma'vidar He was born after his parents were way beyond the ability to have children. So the entire Metzias the entire of Yitzchak Avinu is completely miraculous his 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 entire existence is completely not teva so on the one hand he's made this din which means t- nature right teva is din which means a, like you throw the ball up like i'll pee din it's going to come down you know what I mean? And you could him like that. It's going to come down. So teva is always nature. L'mal who knows? <laughs> there's, no, there's no din, L'mal biderecha Anything could happen. Maybe instead of it coming down, it'll, little, it'll turn into a turtle, and the turtle will start flying. Who knows? It's L'mal There are no rules. There are no regulations, right? So, so Yitzchak, Midis haDin, means teva, but the very metzies of Yitzchak is L'mal biderecha So who is he? Is he Yehuda or is he Yehuda The answer is Yitzchak Zemunah. Yitzchak is Amunah. And because of that, Yitzchak also means to laugh. Because what's the biggest joke in the world? The biggest joke in the world. The song that doesn't make any sense. That's the biggest joke. So Amunah is the biggest joke, but in a good way. So Yitzchak Gavinu B'chalal means means Amunah. That's what Yitzchak Gavinu That's what Yitzchak Evinu is so not spoken about. It's not... Because how could you talk... It's Amunah. It's a question is, how do you navigate? How do you live through it? What does it look like? So that's what we're going to see that Yitzchak Avinu befrat the Zinin of Amuna, and he's related to this pasuk of a Yitzchak, Yitzchak of a Yisra Yitzchak that plants. And we're going to see again. I guess we'll we'll, we'll stop with this, and Hashem will uh, will get a good start tomorrow. Not that there was a bad start beyond the but we'll, uh, we'll actually, you know, get more more textual inside, that uh, this pasuk, the Kamar identifies as a description. Of how to view reality from sort of this perspective of Yehuda Ila with Yehuda and, uh, Tata. And from there, we'll, we'll move on to uh, show practical applications of this. Okay, it's a sham, I be to have uh, a day of the aymin sadasa, right? It should be a productive day, day of growth, day of amuna.